Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Hi, I'm Tane. And I'm Aid, And this is Alter Call, a Married at First Sight podcast. Hi, everybody. Welcome to another episode, season 16, episode 23. Things change and we're here this week. Hi, Aid. Hi, Tane. <laughs> I don't even want to ask how you are. I'm just going to tell everybody that Tane is having a no good, horrible, very bad day. <laughs> um, and that's why we have an episode for you, which is probably the only positive thing I can think of <laughs> that has come out of your very, very bad day. Yes, and that is it. But we pushed through, and there was a new episode that wasn't as bad as I thought it would be. I thought it would be bad. Am I, I kind of like the wrap-up of it all. Yeah, <laughs> right? <laughs> <laughs> like, I mean, yeah. I mean, we're going to get into it, but I think my expectations were so low that it hit all the points. Yeah. And I think the previews got me excited. Those looked yes. really good. But again, it's maths. It could be a fake out. You know, the shocking thing is, is I was like, next week, this cast tell all thing. I wasn't even sure if we should do an episode. And then I saw the preview and I was like, but wait a second. Like, they've managed to dig out Tristan? Henry? Hell yeah. Oh, hell yeah. Lindsay's there to be Lindsay? (laughs) This might be very entertaining. (laughs) They got a good mix of people for it. Although I don't know who the host was. She looked really familiar, and I expected you to know who she was. <laughs> we've seen her before, and I know someone's going to tell us. I think we've seen her before, and she might be on Couples Couch. I'm not sure, but I didn't quite catch her name. But I'm just like, we keep switching people. What happened to Kevin's panel? No one from there. Where's Rizzo? Where's, like, I don't know. What's happening? Not even Jamel. I don't know. I just thought they'll keep it, but I think they want to give us variety. We're not complaining, so. I mean, I usually don't watch these things, so it's no variety for me, but she did look like a good hostess based on what we saw. So we'll see what they come up with for next week. And then the week after that is the reunion, and they showed us a preview for that. I think it's going to be really bad. Yes. Um, I don't know who they're... I don't know, but maybe it's me reading meeting, but I mean, Shaq and Kirsten are matching colors. So what does that mean? (laughs) So much to get into. (laughs) <laughs> I also think these people are really well behaved. And I I could tell that this reunion, no one's storming off. No one's accusing anybody of being gay. No one's doing any of that uh-huh. nonsense. <laughs> these are decent oh. people. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. All right. Um, what do you have to share with the people for housekeeping? So we posted a part two of Scandaval, also known as the Vanderpump Rules reunion, on our Patreon and last week, or was it this week? We did 90 Day the Other Way. <laughs> Two weeks ago, maybe. It's all blends together. <laughs> oh, we did a lovely wrap-up of 90 Day the Other Way, and that's also on our Patreon. With that, Tane, what is happening in Mathsland? 
All right, a couple of things are going on. Um, we know that Jamie has been trying to conceive. She posted an update. She is not, she's still not pregnant, but she's inching closer to IVF, which we thought she was when she posted going to the doctor. But the good news is that they have a moving date for the house, their dream house that they found. Um, Jasmina and Noe had a hot yoga link up. So I think uh, there was a time when I was wondering, we haven't seen them hang out together in a while, but they're still going on strong. Who else um, was in the Boston season? Lindsay, Jasmina, no. Katina, and who else? Mark. Um, no, Michael. the women. Sorry, the women. All the women. <laughs> um, Lindsay, Katina, Jasmina. Uh, Noi. Alyssa. And Alyssa is still missing. Okay. Alyssa okay. was who I was missing. There's a reason why she was missing. Okay, got it. Um, Courtney from season one had her baby. So she's a boy mama now and she has two kids. Congratulations to her. Clara from the Atlanta season is still going strong with her boyfriend in Canada. They're doing the long distance thing, but they seem to visit each other um, frequently. So good for her. Lindy is in Bali. She's still doing her travels and her trip looks amazing, actually. And she's having a good time. Good for uh, her. <laughs> Amani made it on a Target commercial that was playing in Times Square. I wasn't even quite what? sure if it was her because it was tagged, but you don't get to see her face, at least the clips and stuff that she reposted. You just see her hugging and her friends and, you know, Woody posted, so proud of you and stuff like that. So that's pretty damn cool. Wow. Pretty damn cool. And also, Rain turned one. He's so cute with his little dimples. Oh, what a cutie pie. <laughs> okay, I think the biggest thing that rocked Mass World this week was um, finding out that Clint's date, Nicole, the redhead who hates redheads, was also on the matchmaking episode earlier in the season. So... Now we're just sourcing out people. It's even more relevant this week because we see that Aries went on a date with someone that was also on the matchmaking <laughs> episode. <And> why <laughs> did they just say it though? Why the lies? I, I, I don't know what these people are doing. And then we had a listener called No Thank You. Hi. Let us know that the boxing instructor, when I think it was Clint and Aries were working out or one of the, one of the combination of the guys was also one of the guys that was part of the group of guys that were hitting on the ladies when they went out. And I'm just like, Mavs, this season has just been an insult in our intelligence. <laughs> I'm just like, I feel dumb because I feel like I was like, oh, those guys were at the bar and then they probably just told them that they should be on the show or whatever. I, I, why do I believe in people? Why do I believe that people would not believe that I am stupid? Like, <laughs> you guys, you're going to get caught. People are observant. Not me, people, but other people are observant and they will catch you in this nonsense. <laughs> Don't be hard on yourself, eh? <laughs> oh, man. And then finally, guys, uh, season 13 of Maths is coming to Netflix June 14, and that is the Houston season. So expect a new influx of people who are just watching. And uh, yeah, if you want to rewatch it, it will be on Netflix for your viewing pleasure. 
And also we covered it. So if you want to go back and relive it with us, it's on there. Go back and listen and enjoy. And that's all I have for the updates. I, I find it just hilarious. Like, you guys, I love re I remember re-watching during the pandemic, Real Housewives of New York, and then at the same time, listening to a podcast that was covering it in real time. And it was really fun. So <laughs> tell your friends, if you haven't already, watch the Houston season and then listen to our episodes. I think it'll be a very enjoyable experience for you. Yes, agreed. That's if, you know, you were not borrowing Netflix from somebody and have been cut off in the past couple weeks because it's hard out there. Um, <laughs> but anyway, um, we'll be right back. They say time waits for no one, and neither should payday. To keep your money moving in the direction of your dreams, get Earn In. Earn In is an app that gives you access to your pay as you work, up to $100 per day or up to $750 per pay period. Just download the Earn In app and verify your paycheck. Then access up to $100 a day as you work and leave an optional tip. Any money you access plus tips are automatically repaid from your next paycheck. You can use the money you get from Earnin to make sure you have your spending money ready for your fun spring break trips to the beach. Make Earnin a part of your financial routine and join Earnin's over three and a half million customers who say things like, "When I think about Earnin, I think about financial stability and security. It gives me a lot of peace of mind." Download Earnin today. That's spelled E-A-R-N-I-N in the Google Play or Apple App Store. When you download the Earn In app, type in Alto Call on the podcast because when you sign up, it'll really help the show. That's Alto Call on the podcast. Subject to your available earnings, location, daily max, and pay period max, see earnin.com slash TOS for details. Earn In is a financial technology company, not a bank. Bank products are issued by Evolve Bank & Trust, member FDIC. If you're like me and looking to cut back on alcohol this year, Recess Zero Proof Craft Mocktails are the perfect alcohol replacement. They've recreated the cocktails you know and love, like a lime margarita and a grapefruit paloma, which happens to be my favorite, so you can enjoy the flavors and feelings of those cocktails without the booze. Zero proof, zero compromise. Listeners can get 15% off the Recess Mocktail Sampler at takearecess.com slash MAFS. Each can of Recess is a lightly sparkling mocktail made with real fruit and only 25 calories or less. It's a guilt-free way to unwind. They taste just like your favorite cocktails, without the alcohol. Whether you're relaxing after work or hanging out with friends, make Recess Mocktails your drink between drinks or your forever mocktail. Get 15% off Recess Mocktails now at takearecess.com slash altercallmafs. That's A-L-T-A-R-C-A-L-L-M-A-F-S. So you can enjoy your favorite cocktails without the consequences. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. And we are back. 
to the final regular episode of Married at First Sight Nashville. Hallelujah! So, <laughs> you ever get to a place where you're like, I thought I'd never get here, and now I'm here. Um, mm-hmm. <laughs> so first we see... Clint hanging out with Hank, and he says that he's taking him to legislative buildings. And then he says, and this is a courthouse. And I was like, not to be particular, but to be particular, a courthouse is literally the opposite of a legislative building. Um, He shows us the founder of Tennessee, who is not the founder of Tennessee. Okay, you're in the Roman Empire. It was bullshit. So because they're starved for content on this show, we have Hank in an interview. And the producer asks Hank as if he's a human person, if he <laughs> likes Clint, and then he barks because that's what dogs do, and they subtitle it that he thinks Clint is awesome. This is not T'Challa, okay? The parrot. <laughs> it is not as funny, and it is not as entertaining, but I'm also not a dog person, so maybe the dog people liked it. Yeah, I mean, I, I'm not a dog person, but I think it was cute that they were just trying to expand on this relationship that they have and to your point earlier i think they were they they found a cute way to call out clinton's bullshit because they made hank also quote unquote say that everything he was saying was wrong really how did i miss this i don't know it was one of the subtitled things oh (laughs) okay i just saw him saying clinton is awesome and and that was it okay (laughs) um so next up is Kirsten and Jasmine meeting at an ice cream shop. They talk about how Kirsten is not dating, but Jasmine's been on a date and Jas- uh, Jasmine is like super encouraging of her to date and find a man. And then she talks about how money will keep, will she's chasing after money or something like that. And Jasmine says money won't keep her warm at night. And then they have a discussion about business. So apparently Kirsten wants to do a party bus business. Um, she lists all of her businesses. She lists all of Jasmine's. She's like, I, we need to invest. Um, and so they want to do this party bus business. They do a little math. You know, every time people on reality TV come up with a business idea, I'm usually super critical because I feel like they have shitty ideas. I think this is a good business idea. I'll give you one up. I think it's a great business idea. <laughs> like <laughs> you buy the bus one time you make your money and then it just keeps coming and it's passive income. I think it was great. And I just like seeing them together and coming up with that. And they seem, they really do seem lighter since they're divorced <laughs> because they just seem happier. And my first thought was like, what is the number to that career coach lady? Cause I guess it worked. <laughs> <laughs> and Kirsten makes reference to the fact that she's not married with a man sucking the life out of her anymore. <laughs> and she much. And she'd much rather be talking about business um, than dealing, I guess, with Shaq, which was kind of a dick. But there's some floating rumors out there that, you know, they're wearing matching colors. Maybe Shaq and but Kirsten are getting back together. But I look at it and I'm like, I don't think you should do that. I, I think you're better off apart. Yeah, that part was like, Mm-mm, they don't need you. I mean, you don't need them. They're fine. Yeah, I really like Jasmine, yeah. uh, Jasmine's top. But she was oh, wearing. didn't notice him. <laughs> Tane, do you want to start a party bus business? <laughs> no. <laughs> Too much work. <laughs> <laughs> um, so we see Chris and Nicole go to their apartment. I don't know whose apartment they were at. Maybe they said it. Nicole's, Chris's, I don't know. And they claim that they're going to start packing. These people bring two plastic totes. 
Nicole talks about wrapping dishes and napkins or something. I'm like, you don't have a box. You don't have some plastic bubble wrap. You don't have the, the paper that you wrap stuff in. What in the nonsense of stage does this? Um, it's maths. It's a lifestyle. I don't remember what they said, but I love them in the confessional together where she's sitting on his lap. It was very cute. It was very Chris and Nicole. Mm-hmm. Um, back at the apartment where they're supposedly packing wine glasses, they talk about how they've decided to host Thanksgiving. And then they call her dad to invite him for Thanksgiving. And he's all for it. He says he wants Chris to make the chocolate chip cookies with the Nutella. Um, and he says, you know, he congratulates Chris. And he says that they make an amazing, beautiful couple. And Chris in a confessional is like, her dad was really not into this. And now he really likes it. So that was that was a nice little moment. It was. A um, couple of thoughts. How are we just finding out that Chris is an amazing cook? Where was this in all of Clint's cooking? <laughs> you know, that is, that, you are totally right. We, we need more. How could there in all these episodes that they left stuff out? Important things. Yeah. Um, I wanted to ask your opinion on something. I didn't know if I was nitpicking, but do you find that there's a way Nicole talks to Chris like she's feeding him instructions or talking to him like a child? Kind of? I, I see it. I see what you mean. This is what I think is happening because I'm trying to give them the benefit of the doubt. Okay. When they're filming, the producer has told them to say certain things. Okay. And I think she's just prompting him to talk about the discussions that they've been told to have. Okay. I mean, I think that's fair. And I think she's just making the best um, out of the situation, especially for someone who's pretty chill. And he's like, just tell me where to go and I'll go. Because it was just more of the, I think you should call my dad. And I think he will want to talk to you. We should do this instead of this. And I'm like, okay. And my last thing was, we see more of Nicole's dad more than her mom. And I don't know if we, did we see her at the wedding? She was at remember. the wedding. She was super like involved in the getting ready part. Okay. Okay. We, I don't think we've seen much of her afterwards, but her dad has been a heavy player in this. Yep. So next up is Dom's mom and Dom. They meet up, they have margaritas. Her mother asks if she's heard from Mac, and she says no, but she did hear from Clint that Gina and Mac have been on a date. She says it's weird, but she doesn't care. Her mom is like, maybe you guys could have done what Clint and Gina did. And Tom gives her a look of disgust and says, lived in the apartment as friends? And her mom says, I just wish that you guys could have been friends. And Tom is like, but I didn't come here for friends, which I agree with her. You don't come to Mass to make friends. Okay. Her mom says it. <laughs> so I have a question for you. I was uh, sorry. I have many questions for you today because I don't know where I stand. When we have couples like this, should they go the, and I don't mean all of them, just like maybe one couple out of the five, should they go the dumb and Mac route or should they go the Gina and Clint route? What is more quote unquote fun to watch? Because when they were going back and forth and the mom said, should I have stayed? I was like, Oh, that's interesting because then we bitch about Clint and Gina. Like we know you guys don't like each other. It's just a waste of time, blah, 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 blah. But then we say Dom should give me more time. Where do you think as a viewer, what works better to watch? 
as a viewer, you need to stay together to give me something to watch. <laughs> as a, because you asked as a viewer, but as a human, if you know it's not going to work, you probably should just save yourself the trouble and pull it down. But as a TV show that needs to, I need to watch something, you might as well sit in that apartment together and be friends. That makes all the sense. Logically, that's what it is. Because if everyone left, we'd have nothing to watch. But I just keep thinking how painful it was for me to watch Clint and Gina. So I don't Not know. That's why I'm Gina. stuck. Even, Jas- even Jasmine <laughs> and Eris. Like, yeah. I think they knew very early on this wasn't going to go anywhere. I think it would probably would have been better for Jasmine's psyche if they had not filmed the whole season. So, yeah. The only reason I am leaning towards stay on, I'm going to take out the as friends, is because of you, Aid. We're going back to New Orleans and Christina and Henry. <laughs> they hung in there, not as friends. We know someone needed a place to stay, but it gave us <laughs> entertainment. So, <laughs> so hang in there, not necessarily as friends. Because, of course, we need something to watch. But maybe we don't want to watch you being friendly. <laughs> I mean, I'm toxic because I'm like, if you're going to hang in there, please do crazy shit like the two of them to entertain us. Go on some <laughs> awkward dates. Ye- yell at the camera people. He's not talking to me. Like, just <laughs> Clint and Gina were always too nice, too kind. Yeah. So she tells her mom that she is wants to move forward and she mentions reaching out to Gil. Thought it was interesting to said she reached out to him. Is that how I'm supposed to understand that? Mm-hmm. Her mom's like, oh, the firefighter? I'm like, your mom is a real fan of this show. Um, so they've exchanged messages and they're supposed to chat. Eris meets with Kendra at the Akai Bowl place. Kendra, who we, as we said earlier, she was one of the finalists when they were doing the matchmaking, but she wasn't picked. She just seemed like, yeah, she came with some just good, nice energy. Yeah. Open and like, just let me just see what this is. And I'm just going to go in open. Um, she very quickly asked him, like, why'd you get divorced? Did you sleep with a Santa hat on? I thought that was funny. <laughs> <laughs> He just said there was no spark. They talked about her deal breaker being Christianity. Eris says some stuff about how you go to church and that's good for you. But for some people, and I think by some people, he means himself, meditating on a mountain is better. Um, They find out they're both only children. They both lost their dads. They have a lot in common. And Eris says he asked her out on a second date. Hmm. Do we believe that? I don't think they ever went on a second date. (laughs) Yeah. <laughs> I felt like Eris was so dry on this uh, date and he rarely gave eye contact. I don't know. Did you think they had chemistry? No. Yeah. Didn't, didn't feel it. She was in there, but I don't know that he was feeling her. So. So next up is Chris and Nicole doing a dog birthday party for their dog, Charlie. Another opportunity to try to get everybody together. (laughs) So far, this whole trying to get everybody together, they never actually managed to do it in this whole, like, three episodes, right? Mm Mm-hmm. There's always someone missing. So in this one, I think Gina and Shaq are the ones missing? Yeah, because I think it's still, they're still, this might have been shot when they were still out of town. That's my guess, but I don't know. Yeah. So Nicole talks to people about moving in. 
Eris talks about how he loves dogs now. Um, Clint talks about picking up women with Hank as his like sidekick. Kirsten tells everybody that she did reach out to Shaq when his grandmother passed away. Um, Mac has to leave, but and he also and in his confessional he tells us that he's moved, but he'll be back to visit Nashville a lot. I said, why will you be back for what? <laughs> Not for Gina. Point- Don't try to convince me he'll be back for Gina. I just want to point out that we still haven't met Mac's dogs that he loves so much. Uh, um, because Mac never lived in Nashville. The longer this goes on, the more I'm like, that person who thought that he moved to Nashville to be on the show, I'm just starting to think that they were very, very right. <laughs> did, did you catch the comment Nicole made when Clint... Oh, are you getting there? When Clint no. said he takes Hank Hank on walks and he gets a lot of comments and she was kind of like how about you don't use your ex-wife's dog to pick up women and stuff like that and I'm like was that snippy or was that just me or what kind of comment is that you're the one trying to get Gina to date Max so what are we saying here I just thought it was funny (laughs) maybe that's just me (laughs) maybe you have a point but but I, I just thought it was funny why are I mean, you using your ex-wife's <laughs> dog to pick up chicks? Someone had to say it. <laughs> because it's not intentional. He really loves Hank. He's walking with Hank and he's just saying, this is the side effect. Like he just got a lot of people saying hi. If he went out saying, okay, I'm going to go pick up chicks, I would understand. But it was a side effect. I guess, but I just think joke. Nicole was making a little joke joke. That's No, that's fair. It sounded snippy to me. But I'm just saying, it could be both. It could be funny and snippy. Some people use jokes to say say their shade. But overall, uh, it was a sham of a party. <laughs> there we go. Um, and I like how Nicole was like, "Oh, we've never, I've never thrown a party for my dog before." And I was like, "This is what reality TV has brought you to." <laughs> um, <laughs> I did like when Nicole told the girls that you can't have all these growth moments every day of marriage, like. Some days it's just a normal happy marriage, and I love that for them. Uh, we see Gina go to dinner with her mom and her stepdad. I was thinking of you, Tane. <laughs> I was like, Tane has been wondering where these people are, and suddenly they're here. She tells her mom about her tank. Oh, I'm sorry. She tells her mom about Clint's 10K offer to buy Hank, and she tells her mom about talking to Mac. We see a selfie camera of Mac. Uh, With his cannabis business, he says that the money is better than it was in Tennessee, and he thought that he could take a pay cut, but apparently he likes nice shit. The shit was bleeped out. What did you think of that? Nothing. There was a lot of, like, peace scenes and all that, and I was just like, fill it up, Mac, fill it up, but I didn't think anything of it, really. Like, I just, in my head, I'm just like, Mac, move already. Like, it's okay. (laughs) Move right on off my screen. Uh, we see Jasmine, Eris, and Shaquille meeting up. Um, I thought it was nice that Eris and Jasmine could just sit down and kind of be a support for Shaquille. He just had a loss. Um, they talk about how they've gone on dates, and Shaq says that he's proud of them for going on dates because he hasn't. And then he talks about his grandma passing away and Kirsten calling him. Um, Eris asks, you know, can you guys be friends? And Jasmine, who talks to Kirsten, is... (laughs) 
giving him the real advice. She's like, you guys can be amicable one day. And once she fully heals, she'll be able to be cordial. And he asks, well, how did you guys become friends? And Aaron starts talking about communication and grace. And I was like, uh, sure. I, I, I guess Eris and Jasmine are friends, but I don't think they're friends. I think they see each other and they're cool. I don't think they're going, you know, going to each other's birthday parties or anything like that. Um, I'm very confused by this because I think what I wrote down was like, this episode seems to back up what Eris has been saying, that they're amicable and they're friendly and they're in a good space. Jasmine made us seem like she was not about it. So I don't know the sequence or the timing of when things were shot, but this entire episode, they were really, really chummy. So it was very confusing to me. You are correct. This episode, they were chummy and it didn't make any sense. Um... I don't know how you felt, but Shaq really annoyed me in this scene. Again, I don't think Shaq realizes the weight of him saying no to decision day. And then he suddenly had an attitude. I'm not playing this game of if we're going to be friends or whatever. Did she ask to be friends? I'm so confused. She said, I don't want to call you. (laughs) She said, I don't want to call you unless you have a death. I don't know what kind of Anyway. (laughs) Yeah, that was confusing to me as well. All right, guys, we'll be back in a second. And we are back to talk about the scene that drove me over the edge. Listen, Aid, all season long, Mavs has been playing on our intelligence. This scene with Gina and her lawyer, this is the icing on the cake, and this is the the straw that broke the camel's back. Now I think they think we're really stupid. She's talking to her lawyer, Sarah, about the divorce. She's asking about the cost. Okay, before I go in, do we know if Mavs pays for the divorce? I know we've talked about this before, but I don't remember what the answer is. It has always been my understanding that at minimum, if you guys don't say yes on decision day, they will pay for the divorce. But I think they pay for it even if you say yes. But at minimum, if you both say no, they pay for it. Okay. So she's asking all these questions like, oh, how much does a divorce cost? And then she went on about the tents and the thing went right over my head. And then she started asking about debts that she's filing this when they do taxes. And I'm like, you can file separately even when you're married, right? But then I'm like, maybe everyone doesn't know that. Do you think it's more common knowledge or it's not? I don't know if it's common knowledge or not. Um, but I definitely was like, I, I don't care. Um Yeah. Like, why like, would I'm you not getting think- divorced in the state of Tennessee? So this entire segment is real boring. Yeah. And then she asked about the dog and that she had him before they met. And the lawyer's like, no, he can't come after it because he's, she's like, he's been asking, you know, he's been offering high sums of money. And then Gina in the confessional is like, I trust Clint, but I want to make sure I'm covered. In what world do we think Clint is going to take this dog from her? This whole thing was... As as they were discussing it, I thought it was kind of... Because in the pre... I'm like, is this one of the things where our memories will fail us? Because we've had a preview where they seem to imply that Gina is worried about him taking the dog. They've done like two or three weeks of showing us this preview. And then, yeah, it turns out to be just Gina talking to a lawyer and him playing with a dog. And I get it. This is our fault for assuming what's not said. But I don't know. I no. just, I thought, this is really dumb what this has done. <laughs> no, we said it. We were like, there's no way he's trying to take the dog. Like, come on. They live in the same building. Where is he going to take the dog? 
<laughs> so, um, yeah, this whole thing was just a waste of our time. And this was like ridiculous. Um, we get a little selfie cam of Nicole showing their new apartment. That looks really good. So Chris and his brother are um, taking in furniture or the mattress or something like that in there. And then Kirsten is meeting up with her cousins, Takina and Glenn. She says that they're the last people that she's telling that she's getting a divorce. As a sidebar, I see her microwaving her mug, I guess, to make tea. I know the Brits really hate it, but I hate it for a different reason. Not because I feel like I have this stance on how you make tea or anything, but just mugs in the microwave just makes me nervous. I just have um, images of an explosion happening. So, <laughs> Wow. Okay. I just, for me, it's because you boil water in a kettle. Like, yeah. If you microwave the water, it doesn't heat properly. I would never, unless I am forced to because I'm away from my house, I will never drink tea that's from microwaved water. Yep. Um, Takina starts asking her, where's your ring? Where's your ring? She tells him all about it. And of course, Kirsten has to bring up the crying. And it's like, and then he starts crying. <laughs> Like, that really bothers her. And Takina asks, okay, why was he crying? And she's like, I don't know. And then Takina asks her if there were missed opportunities where she could have shown more emotion. They know their cousin. Um, she goes, I'm sure there were emotion um, opportunities, but I think I made up for it. She brings up the missed events. And Kirsten rightfully says that for me, I don't think that that's going to come in eight weeks, that I think the support would have come with time. Takina agrees with her, but also asks her, do you miss him? Kirsten answers with a very quick, swift, and firm no. But we are going to meet up in a few, and she has mixed emotions about it because they haven't talked since decision day. Because Takina was like, what are you going to talk about? In a confessional, Takina tells us that if it was her, she would not meet up with him. If you say no to me on decision day, there is nothing to talk about. Agreed. Kirsten... <laughs> Kirsten says she thinks like it wasn't just all her, as in she's not the only reason why he said no, and she thinks that there was more to it as to why he said no to her. Any thoughts? I really enjoyed Takeda and Glenn. First off, they're just really attractive. Like at one point they were just standing together and I was like, y'all are just very attractive people. You make a very <laughs> cute couple. Um, but I also feel like this is a good combination of someone sympathizing and also calling out a bullshit. <laughs> um, yeah. Mm-hmm. So she, you know, talked to Kirsten about the things that she may have done that may have led to her marriage mm-hmm. not working out, but she still was sympathetic about the fact that <laughs> this man started crying after he said no to you. <laughs> I think the friends and family are pretty good at that because I think, um, Dom's mom, also try to squeeze in a little, you know, my daughter's not perfect. She has her quirks and I wish you could have waited. I think the only person who doesn't see it is um, Gina's mom. Cause Gina's mom made a comment like, why didn't he just fall in love with you? You're perfect. You're amazing. You're this, not to say she's not perfect, but I don't know. The fact that her mom doesn't know that they didn't fall in love because Gina did not like him raises my eyebrows. So. Um, I will say that that version of events that you described <laughs> it's a little bit of a perception thing. Like, I think if Gina told the story to her mom, she wouldn't say it's because she never managed to fall in love with him or like him. I think she would just say, yeah, we were never attracted to each other. So Hmm. take that for what you will. But that's what I mean is like, even though she says that 
her mom, if she knows her daughter, because I started the conversation with um, Dom's mom could read between the lines and Kirsten's cousins could read between the lines. And I'm like, Gina's mom does not. So no matter what Gina tells her, she should still know her daughter well enough to know the real deal. Okay. <laughs> I, I so, mean, I, it takes a... Mm, it, it takes a clear eye, I guess. And I totally understand why a mother is not the one to have that clear eye. It takes well, a Dom's special mom. mom. Dom's mom has special. it, so. She's special. She's special. <laughs> um, Clint is meeting up with a dog breeder, and I'm like, Jasmine is right there. Why are we skipping her? Why are you not using your friend? You guys say you're lifelong friends. Why are we not using her? I know, right? What's I thought the same, same? thing. <laughs> It's the, the same rock. Yeah. It's the same. The Hank and Duchess. Um, Hank and Duchess, are they the same breed? I think they're both golden doodles, but I'm not sure. Okay. I think uh Duchess is for sure. I'm not sure about Hank. But yeah. Um, yeah. So he goes to look for the same thing. He doesn't go home with one, says he needs to sit on it and do his due diligence, but he's still happy to give Gina lots of money for Hank. It's really just Hank. That he wants. <sighs> then Dom FaceTimes Gil. They have this awkward conversation about maths. And then it leads to why she ended things. Gil asks how long they were married for. And she's like 11 days. And you could just see everything shift in Gil's face. Gil is like, you know, I'm all about gut feelings. But in this process, you have to give it a chance. And you have to fight for it. Dom says, well, I mean, even afterwards, things have come out that validated her decision. So he asked her, are you ready to be married? And she's like, mm, I don't know. I'm just, you know, I'm open. And Gil said for him, he's dating right now. But his issue was that he felt that he couldn't trust women. Well, he said people. Then he's like, oh, correction, women. And I'm like, okay. But he's over it now. But he wouldn't jump into it with just anybody. When they're done with the conversation, Dom says that she has a crush on Gil, that he's very articulate in the way that he communicates. And I'm very surprised by that because I thought I thought she would be turned off by, I felt like he was a little preachy about the whole, you need to give it a chance, you need to fight for it, you need to do this, that, this. But I guess she liked it. Whatever. <laughs> what did you think of... Didn't Gil's house look very nice? I didn't notice it. I was like, I honestly, mm, this looks nice. I didn't <laughs> but didn't he move into that nice apartment, remember? Well, has it been over a year? Maybe he's It's been there. so long. <laughs> <laughs> uh, um, another red flag for me was when they were hanging up, Gil was like, all right, my dear. I know some people do that. I That irks me when people do that. It always feels condescending to me. When in Sex and the City, when Big always calls Carrie kid, I did not like that either. Everyone thinks it's a term of endearment. I just, something about it just didn't sit right with me. So, well, then he also said the thing where he's like, I'm going to be busy. My schedule's very busy for the next four weeks. <laughs> I was like, nothing says I don't want to talk to you again if I'm going to be preemptively busy. <laughs> he lives in a little. A little window saying, maybe possibly do this again. But again, there's too many qualifiers. It is not, let's definitely do this again. It's a maybe possibly. So it's a no for him, dog. 
Eris was more oomph about talk, going on a second date than Gil was about a second phone call. Mm-hmm. But uh, Dom doesn't see the way we do. She says she feels optimistic. They're busy, but timing is everything. <laughs> They're never talking again. Ever, ever. Unless There's no camera. Tell- They're not talking again. Unless they do a tell-all or something. So Shaq and Kirsten, um, they meet up by the water. What a gorgeous view. I don't know. I just kept staring at it. It was so pretty. Kirsten says she wants to close the chapter. They never got to talk. And she doesn't feel she was the only reason that he wanted a divorce. And if there was something else on his end, she would like to know. He says that he definitely wanted to be married to her. But they never got to that point. It just seemed like it was never enough. And they were in two separate pages. He says that he didn't mean to blindside her. And his decision came up that day. And again, Kirsten is like, why were you crying? And then he said, because I just made a decision for myself and I couldn't believe what I was saying. He says he didn't know how to control saying what he truly felt of not getting what he wanted out of it. He said this whole process, he did not know that he was this vulnerable. Kirsten says that if she knew where he was 100%, it would have made more sense to her, but she didn't, so she would have felt blindsided. He says he thinks he tried. And Kirsten is like, okay, um, I appreciate the conversation and I hope things work out for you. Shaq says, so where do we go from here? And Kirsten says, our separate ways. <laughs> that was good. That was real good, Kirsten. <laughs> He's like, well, I mean, like, as far as talking, being cordial, trying to be friends. She's like, I'm good with being cordial. He's like, okay, so that's where it is. She goes, safe travels, because he has to go back, you know, with the um, wake and, I guess, the funeral for his grandma and things like that. She goes, safe travels, and that's all there is to the conversation. Shaq tells us in a a confessional that the conversation was everything he expected it to be. No emotion. There was no nurturing. And she did not provide any of that. Like, she didn't say, do you all need anything and all that. And I'd like to hear your thoughts on this because I thought he was being ridiculous. He was regressing into why his marriage didn't work out. Yeah. There's Shaq again. First off, y'all are broken up. She literally owes you nothing. You're talking as if you guys are still trying to make a marriage work. It's over. She's, she doesn't have to emotionally support you. She doesn't even have to be that nice to you. You're broken up. Shaq is very needy. I would assume because he kept saying she didn't ask if he needed anything, that she was not nurturing. But before they started the conversation, she asked how he was doing, asked how the family was doing. He went into detail about everything that's been going on. And she already called earlier for someone again that you broke up with and said you weren't getting what it is. You 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 allegedly didn't get it while you were married. Why do you think she should give it to you now that you're not married? So <laughs> not even just not married. You said no to her on national television. Yep. You rejected her. So, yeah, that was... uh, His expectations are something else. So, good luck to him. Good luck to them. Um, The group gets together again. They are axe-throwing again because we've run out of events. Um, Eris is quite overdressed for axe-throwing in a turtleneck. Who does he think he is, Nate? It's fun. Yes, but you're about to do an activity indoors. <laughs> you're going to get hot. And he had a coat on top of it. 
So, um, Clint makes a joke that this is axes for exes. Oh, Eric says that he tried to call Mac, but he couldn't get to him. Could one of them reach out to him and let him know? And they were like, oh, Gina, take it over. She tries to call and he did not pick up. You could tell she was a little embarrassed because she was like, maybe he's on a date. And I'm like, yeah, he's moved on. <laughs> um, Gina and Clint apparently do not know what a hey big head text was because Clint went on and on about the circumference of a melon, the head, the this, blah, blah, blah. And Eris was just like, it's basically a hey, how are you doing? And then we get a confessional of Clint saying, oh, a hey big head text is, a le- is apparently XYZ. I don't think Dom knew what it was. No, Gina didn't know what it was either. So um, Clint and Dom get really close together. And Clint starts asking, oh, do we look good together? Nicole and Gina both ask them, would they go on a date together? Dom says, possibly. Clint doesn't answer. But Nicole says, like, oh, you might need some of that big, dumb energy. I thought that was clever. <laughs> Very clever. Um, and also sexual. <laughs> Um, sure. Yeah, I can see that. Um, everyone is all having fun and laughing about it. Jasmine is just confused. Jasmine is like, are y'all serious? Like what is happening right now? Um, Nicole starts preaching and saying something about it. It's my rules. Like you guys have to throw an ax and if you get it, then you have to kiss. Clint says, okay, let's entertain them. Jasmine is like, I don't want any parts of this. I don't know what is happening. Jasmine is not comfortable with this wife swapping scenario. She's like, Mac and, Mac and Gina is one thing, and now we have a second couple. Now it's becoming a pattern. I don't want to catch whatever it is that's going around. So we they go to commercial, and we do see a glimpse of the new season. I don't know if you caught that. Yes. Um, another one of those lovely... I was really excited. First off, there was mountains. I love mountains. Um, <laughs> another one of these previews where they don't show anybody's face. Um, and I was like, okay, you're going to tell us when it's coming. And then they're like coming soon. And I was not that happy about that, but yes, I did see that we're going to Denver. Honestly, I think that's what they've been doing for a while. Like they don't show the faces. They say coming soon. And then when it's closer to the time, then we get an actual date. But, um, I just didn't feel good about hearing them say this new season runs on drama. I don't want any more drama. Give me love something, but we'll see. Um, I'll take both. Love and drama. I also, based on the previews, I don't think there's going to be much drama. <laughs> I don't think this is the official preview. This is the one that introduces us to the couples where we don't see their face. And then the actual preview is going to come. Okay. <laughs> so Clint gets the throw. Dom gets the throw. So I guess they have to kiss. Dom tells everyone to turn around. And then they start kissing. Everyone is like, oh gasping oh my god and they're so excited jasmine is like i can't look she turns around she's in eris's arms and the way it was i think this was editing it was either it was editing or clint went back for more on a kiss but i'm leaning towards the editing they just showed it from a different angle okay you know i love that theory because i was like this is very very long yes (laughs) So they have a confessional, Clint and Dom, and Clint is saying all these nice things about Dom. And honestly, I think Clint is lit. I think he he drank (laughs) a few too many. And this may be what Gina was talking about, because at first I thought it was just like, oh, he's celebrating. But if he gets drunk at every single event, 
Um, I do think that's a problem. <laughs> I mean, there's being the life of the party and then there's wife swapping at the party. And I don't know. I just thought Gina might have. A, yeah, I like you. I was like, Gina kind of has a point. Yeah. But Dom seemed to be enjoying it. In the beginning, she seemed a little uncomfortable, but then she seemed to like relax into it. I think she was in it. From the moment they asked, would you go on a date? And she's like, yeah, possibly. I'm like, all right, she's in it. She is in it. So Eric says he did not see that coming. Jasmine was like, yeah, it's a wife swap situation. Yeah, they're doing a confessional together. Um, Jasmine immediately calls Kirsten and tells her, girl, you wouldn't believe what happened. Dom and Clint just kissed. And she's like, what? And she's like, yep, couple swap. And uh, she's like, and it wasn't a peck either. She's like, there was tongue. And then Eric's like, yeah, there was tongue. I seen it. <laughs> so <laughs> very excited to relay this news. So they're all talking and Clint ruins it by saying, it felt okay. I've kissed worse. I'm like, oh my God, Clint. Clint, just when we were just saying, oh, you're our guy, you say this. And Gina's like, stop talking. And everyone's like, and Nicole is like, and there is the Clint we know. So, <laughs> so last week you talked about how when they were kissing, Eris and Jasmine were in the back, very hugged up, mm-hmm. which contributed to our confusion. But yeah, what was that about? It's this whole episode. They were very chummy this episode. I don't, I, I, I have no explanation really. Maybe she's okay. gotten over the anger. I don't know. <laughs> but she just seemed really angry. <laughs> Um, Gina says that this was confirmation that he's not her match. She felt nothing. And also Dom is a little younger and maybe that's what he needs and she would get his sense of humor. Was that shade? Um, I can never tell, but I think so. (laughs) They asked Clint, you know, what he's looking for. Clint says for the future, he wants a sturdy, adventurous relationship. He said a lot more, but again, we think he's lit, so... Eris says he plans on taking everything he learned and he wants to be fearless. Clint gives some kind of long speech, just kind of rounding up the season and everything else. And then the group says goodbye. And the producers ask Clint and Dom, are they going home together? They don't answer, but we see them walk out together. And then I look up to the sky and mouth to the sky. Thank God this season is officially over. Did you cross yourself? <laughs> no, I didn't go that far because technically we still have the reunion, but whatever this after, whatever, anything, it's done. It's done. We are done. I, I can't get on board with getting excited about being done because we still have to, I can't believe I'm going to phrase this. We still have to watch like two, two part reunion, but I'm okay with that. The reunions I'm okay with, but this dragging out a sham, we have one couple They've stretched out everything. Their issue was the apartment. That's been solved. There's nothing else. Everyone is wife swapping, dating, fake parties, dog breeding. I don't want it. (laughs) I don't want it. (laughs) How many unseen footages do you think we'll get in the reunion? In a two-part reunion, how many times will it be that they'll be like, you never saw this, but let us show you. And it'll be something completely boring that was edited out for a reason. We're going to get one for every couple section. Okay. Yeah. I like that guess. <laughs> okay, Aid. Who has your bouquet for this episode? I am not going to be able to give it to anybody who is regularly on this show. 
But in terms of who I enjoyed, her appearance was brief, but I liked her. Kendra. I hope that she finds somebody. I don't know if that somebody is Eris, but I just enjoyed. I just feel like she just came with some good open vibes. And I'm going to give her my bouquet for that reason. Who has yours? I'm giving it to Kirsten's cousin. (laughs) Because she was a breath of fresh air. And she found a way, like Aid said earlier, to be sympathetic to her cousin, but also kind of call her out, but also kind of tell her a story. And also really for saying, like, if I were Kirsten, I would not meet up with Shaq. There's nothing to say. (laughs) That's why she gets my bouquet. Who has your ashes? I mean, I gave my bouquet to someone who wasn't on the show all season, but it's not difficult for me to come up with probably multiple people who deserve my ashes, but I'm going to go ahead and give it to Shaq. Okay. You said no. She showed up. She called. She said, I'll never call you. Then she called you because you had a tragedy. Then you guys meet up and you're still crying about how she's not emotionally supportive enough for you. You're a needy man. And... I don't think that there, I think he, he needs to do some deep internal work before trying to put those needs on anybody else. Who has yours? Um, I'm just going to ditto everything you just said. Shaq had it, but you said the reason why perfectly. And I agree with you. Oh, you guys, that's it <laughs> for this week. <laughs> um, like we said, we will be actually covering this cast old cast tell all next week. So look out for that. Um, in the meantime, you can find Tane on the rewatch with Nana. They are covering section six B of sex in the city. You can find us on Instagram and Twitter at altar call M A F S that's a L T A R C A L L M A F S. We love hearing from you guys on social media. We're available anywhere you listen to podcasts. Thank you so much for your support, for listening to our show. Don't forget to subscribe so you don't miss out on any new episodes. Sometimes we drop bonus episodes. Please give us a five-star rating on Spotify or Apple Podcasts. And give us a review if you're so inclined. And we'll see you next week. Bye, guys. Bye.